0: Each of us can contribute meaningful change in the world as servant leaders in a global society. It's what we at Seton Hall devote our hearts, minds and spirits to each day. If you're looking for a path where your passion and interest in shaping the future will be taken seriously, empowered and encouraged, this is the place for you. Take the next step and register for an information session. Connect live with our representatives at an upcoming webinar and learn more about how our customizable graduate programs can help you reach your professional goals. Please check the link in the podcast description.
1: In Ambassador Caroline Rodriguez Burkett's country, Guyana, there is no city compared with New York. For example, in Guyana, the terrain is 80% tropical forests. The largest greenery in New York is Central Park. Guyana's capital is below sea level, while New York is not,
2: although some parts are sinking because of global warming. And while she does not find time to enjoy a passion in the city, like going to the Broadway show, the ambassador a former school teacher who is also Guyana's permanent representative to the UN has other interests to attend to. This month, our country is taking on the rotating presidency of the Security Council. Welcome to Unscripted, a
1: podcast taking you inside the United Nations to the people at the heart of it all. My name
2: is Olivia Ndubisi. And I am Damirola Banjo. On this episode, We offer you a full spectrum of news through an interview with Guyana's ambassador, the war in Gaza, criticism of the UN, a country's territorial dispute with Venezuela, and why the connection of climate change to food insecurity lies at the heart of Guyana's signature event this month. But getting all members of Security Council on board on that last topic could be challenging, because some members, like China and Russia, resist debating it in the chamber.
1: The country Guyana is leading a council trip with Switzerland to Colombia this February. Members will go with civil society to Bogota to meet President Gustavo Petro, as well as peace signatories of the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia, or FARC. The council will meet with former FARC guerrillas and visit a reintegration area in the south of Colombia They would then go to the Sierra Nevada region for a meeting with the indigenous community there.
2: Guyana is located in South America, between Venezuela and Suriname. It gained independence from UK in 1966. The country is the definition of a small state with not quite a million inhabitants. Yet,
1: it is leading the UN Security Council for a month and it is seizing the opportunity to draw global attention to the impacts of climate change and food insecurity on the maintenance of international peace and security. In my conversation
2: with her, we began with some heavy lifting. Guyana was one of 153 nations in the UN General Assembly to vote for a ceasefire in Gaza. You'll recall that 23 countries abstained while 10 voted against, including the United States and Israel. For the ambassador, a ceasefire is desperately needed. For
3: Guyana, we wish that would happen um, as as soon as possible. Uh, But yes, the council will uh, continue to be engaged on the situation in Gaza. Um, And uh, we would like to see the end of this war as as soon as possible, given the uh, catastrophic situation that we're witnessing in in Gaza. So the Council will remain uh, fully engaged on this.
1: But as president of the Security Council, can Guyana move this ceasefire conversation any forward?
3: We would very much like to see, and this is Guyana I'm speaking about here, to see a ceasefire um, in order for you know the people to receive the, the necessary humanitarian aid uh, to, to just try to, to, to bring back um, some hope for the people of, um, of Gaza. We are not at that point as yet, and that is really regrettable.
2: For decades, Guyana and one of its neighbors, Venezuela, have been disputing land and maritime borders. The border between Guyana and Venezuela was settled in an arbitration back in 1899, when Guyana was a British colony. In 2015,
1: Guyana granted a license to ExxonMobil to drill for oil in the disputed Esquibo territory. Venezuela promptly responded with several decrees, including one to reinforce the country's claim to the territory. Now in 2017, UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres referred the dispute to the International Court of Justice, or the ICJ. As the court deliberated the dispute, it warned Venezuela in December 2023 not to hold a referendum on its claim to Essequibo. but Venezuela went right ahead. Voters voted resoundingly to back the country's claims to parts of the oil-rich territory. A regional effort has cooled tensions between Venezuela and Guyana for
2: now. And in December, Guterres also tried to calm the waters. He said he has followed with concern the escalation of tensions between Guyana and Venezuela. He said he trusts that both parties will avoid any action that would aggravate or extend the controversy. What does Ambassador Rodriguez Burkett say about this complicated situation with Venezuela? There
3: is no Venezuelan presence in our territory. But we thought it necessary to go to the ICJ because of the narratives, the worrying narratives that were coming out from Venezuela and also their move to to have a referendum on our Esequibo. And this is why it became necessary. Similarly, we felt we needed to inform the Security Council of what was taking place, given the Council's... uh, mandate in terms of um, maintaining international peace and security.
1: The ambassador referred to the agreement signed recently between both presidents to continue diplomatic engagement. But Guyana reiterated that the ICJ is going
2: to pronounce on the border matter and other consequential issues. The ICJ is in the news regarding South Africa's accusation of Israel carrying out a genocide in Gaza. The courts delivered an interim ruling stopping short of ordering an Israeli ceasefire, but demanded Israel to prevent further killing of Gazans in its war on Hamas, the militia that incited the fighting on October 7th.
1: Rodriguez Burkett would not speculate on Israel's next move on the ICJ ruling, but her country is decidedly pro-South Africa, especially since Guyana is a member of the Organization of Islamic Cooperation. Any action that can
3: result in the stoppage of this war in Gaza, we certainly support. Guyana is also a member of the OIC. And so, you know,
2: our our support for any measure that can stop this war is certainly there. You're listening to Unscripted, a podcast taking you behind the scenes of the United Nations Security Council. When we return, we ask several questions. What is it like for Guyana to be an elected member of the Security Council? How can Guyana successfully link the topic of climate change to food insecurity as president of the council? And what do elephants have to do with UN's relevance in this day
4: and time? We'll be right back. Are you looking for a talk show featuring leading global voices? Do you want to learn more about how international issues directly affect people locally? Global Connections Television presents the insights of global influencers at no cost to viewers and programmers. GCTV is independently produced and reaches more than 70 million potential viewers worldwide each week. The show covers everything from human rights to climate change, from peace and security to empowering women and girls. It features guests such as Dr. Jane Goodall, former UN High Commissioner for Human Rights Mary Robinson, and Peter Yarrow of Peter, Paul, and Mary. The show also hosts expert voices from the private sector, academia, and labor and environmental movements. GCTV is available to public television media outlets, universities, and service clubs for distribution. To watch the show or find out more, click the link in our episode description. Now
1: back to the show. This is Unscripted. When you are a small nation like Guyana leading the powerful Security Council, you have to be extra strategic. Jeff Laurenti is a former fellow with the Century Foundation Think Tank in Manhattan and an expert on the UN, and he told us that it makes sense that Guyana is focusing on climate change and food insecurity, because otherwise, Some big countries want to keep the subject outside the council.
0: The traditional thinking has been that the Security Council deals with traditional notions of security and that its coercive power, such as it is, should be restricted to matters of political violence and political uh, upheaval. Getting food security and climate change onto the council agenda will require from the full membership of the council an acknowledgement that uh, climate change is a big driver. Food security is the immediate consequence. There's no doubt that the Security Council is able to command more political and media attention than the other UN bodies taking this up.
2: And what does this have to do with elephants?
0: Well, I think that the selection of climate change to food security as a security matter and exploring those is the exactly the kind of issue that a small country can make an impact because when the elephants are fighting the ants have to uh, find what space they can because they're not going to affect the elephants battle
2: and as the elephants battle the ambassador says "A country as part of south american caribbean community will continue to advocate for a reformed and more representative security council.
3: We believe that the United Nations is indispensable, really, for this world to move in the direction that we would like it to. Mm. We believe a a reformed council would be more representative. We should not be putting it as if it's utopia and we can't achieve this. And so uh, we will continue to advocate for a reformed security council. We support uh, the call by by Africa to right the historical injustice, and we believe that expanding both the non-permanent and the permanent membership is something that we can support. Let me say that we also have indicated very clearly that we support the abolishing of the veto, but if the veto is to be retained, any new permanent member must also have the veto. So, Reform, I think, is extremely important. We really need to make the Security Council more representative.
1: That's our podcast for this month. This episode was co produced by Damilo Labanjo and me, Olivia Ndbisi, for Past Blue. Dorsey Lineback is our editor.
2: A lot happens at the UN beyond what we report in each episode of Unscripted. And PassBlue is covering the important geopolitical tensions surrounding the world today. For day-to-day coverage, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And to subscribe to our new site, go to PassBlue.com.
1: PassBlue's in-depth and exclusive stories and this podcast are possible with the support of the Carnegie Corporation of New York, and the Open Society Foundations, as well as our fiscal sponsor, the Institute for Nonprofit News. Unscripted
2: is available wherever you find podcasts.